We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire, a fantasy soccer show. I'm Adam Zedrick, joined by Ryan Belangi. We're here to talk about Wednesday's Champions League slate. But first, we got to get through what just happened on Tuesday's slate. Uh, Ryan, we haven't we haven't talked about it yet. We had some winners for Rotowire. Did you come away with anything today? No, man. I'm just yeah. I'm so just so frustrated with myself. Just, yeah. No, I was close. The main lineup I was going to go with would have just won me everything, and I switched it right at the end. I mean, you only needed four pieces. You only needed Kimmich, Coleman, Milan keeper, Milan defense. I mean, at least in the the small field stuff. Would have got me a ticket. Would have got me a nice cash in the big one. But I changed right at the end. But, yeah, I mean, I saw in the Discord, it seems like people did really well. I mean – we were spot. We were spot on with pretty much everything. Just need a PSG goal. I mean, yeah. really, really annoying. I mean, Messi should have scored. Mbappe scored, but it was like a centimeter offside. I mean, yeah, I didn't play any summer, so so that was just that was brutal for him to get the win clean sheet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so close. I mean, we said Kimmich was just a lock, and he was. Um, Milan. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, you know, it was one of those, yeah, frustrating. Frustrating to get, like, everything right. But just I made the wrong decisions for, like, my most important lineups. You know, when there's a $555 tournament and 245 qualifier, I mean, my, my, my day rests on one lineup a lot of times if, if I don't do anything in the main GPP. But, yeah, that's how it goes. Just it was my own fault. Just uh, got a little too conservative at the end. I, I talked about Coleman on here too. And then I just said, uh, yeah. I'm ready to pull the trigger the whole time. And about, you know, five, 10 minutes before lock or so, I changed my mind. It's just so annoying. So annoying. But yeah. Um, what about you? How did, how did it go? Uh, not as good as it could have went. I, I think, you know, for all the cash game players, uh, I think that what we, what we said yesterday, it worked for everyone. I think you were near the, near the top of the list. I got up there with the clean sheet. Um, even with Akimi, uh, I mean, it was as you said, it was pretty easy. I don't know what what the losers in cash games did because it's it seemed pretty easy. <laughs> it seemed pretty easy to get there. Uh, like I don't know where everyone else went. Um, I know Kimmich was you know eighty plus percent. All the main guys were eighty plus percent. I guess it was the people. They didn't. They didn't go to Perisic. Maybe they went to Tenali, something like that. Some weird. I didn't see stuff. how popular Diaz was. Uh, he was not that it's, in cash games. He definitely wasn't popular. He was yeah. probably sub twenty percent, if I uh, remember correctly. But yeah, shoes mentioning in here. You know the ultra fish bailout. Uh, <laughs> you know one of my decisions on the slate was. You know we saw Brahim Diaz. He was the cheapest you know, the cheapest attacking guy for AC Milan. And he, I think what he was 4,100. So like my thought process when, you know, building lineups was like, well, he's going to be, 
he's going to be a little too popular. So I'm going to try, and I like AC Milan. So I'm going to try and get, you know, Alexis Salamakers in here and uh, maybe Drew or maybe not Drew or or whoever else. I also put Rafael Leao in that one. We talked about him yesterday and just Diaz got the early goal and that led to, you know, more better floors for Stun and Perisic and that kind of a thing. And Salamaker, yep, Emerson, Salamakers ended up putting in a massive dud. Uh, So if, if you took that route, I mean, I mean, the thought process was, uh, and it ended up not mattering because I think Salamakers was probably about the same percentage as Brahim Diaz. So just like Mm -hmm. overthinking it, overthinking percentages and roster ship and that kind of thing, just, just come back to bite me a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at that comment, the ultra fish bailout. I mean, I don't really think so just because uh, there was like, there was nothing else. There was nothing you were sacrificing. There was like, like, what were you missing? If you put in Diaz, it wasn't like there was a good punt below him. And it wasn't like, if you had Parasitch, I mean, well, the good punt that, was, was our guy, Pape Sar. I think he had an eight point floor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess, I guess maybe you, you could say you play Kimmich and Perisic in the midfield spots and then maybe a third defender. But, I mean, I don't know. Um, I think Diaz was fine. You know, he's playing in the front three. Yeah, cheap, I saw one of the winning Spurs. One of the winning lineups had the uh, Malik Thau guy for AC Milan, the center back. I think he finished on 11 with the clean yeah. sheets. So just, yeah. And then, I mean, that's what you get on a two-game slate when both games are, are two or one nil. And you get an early goal in that AC Milan one. So it's maybe not as, I don't know, AC Milan's maybe not as getting as many attacking opportunities as you'd want overall because they're fine with the one nil win really is kind of what it came down to. Did, but did you, did you watch either of the games by the way? Yeah. So Paramount plus they have this. Uh, That's what uh, I was going to say. Yeah. The split screen. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, nice. Yeah. That was, that was pretty nice. And, just, uh, I mean, what stuck out to me is Rafael Leao is just filthy. I mean, we, we were we were talking about it. Just I remember talking about it on the show yesterday. I don't know if he did anything for DFS, but man, he, he had like eight maybe. There. Yeah, he he looked he looked good out there. I mean, just a night nightmare to defend. But yeah, I don't know. It's just frustrating. But I'm over it. On to the next one, you know. On to the next one. Today does not matter. So for this one, uh, it's a little different. We don't have we don't have the uh, the Neymars and the Messies to worry about. We we don't have the the Kimmich even to to plug into our lineups. We have Benfica as an away favorite, the biggest favorite on the slate. Fifty two percent chance to win. Thirty four percent clean sheet at Bruges. Uh, Bruce Dortmund are home against Chelsea. They're slightly favored. Both the implied totals are kind of in the same range. So it's, I don't know, maybe not a completely different slate, but you just don't have the the name brand guys who, ever, you know that you know that people are going to plug in Neymar and Messi. You know that people are going to plug in Kimmich. It's not really the same situation. We're going to have, especially in cash games, it's going to be a little different because no one really stands out and, I know neither one of us has really dove into things yet, but um, I mean, what are your just thoughts on this? Yeah, so slate a couple here? things stand out to me. Just like in general, the pricing's really soft, so you can just play whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there's not much that stands out. Just uh, looking at the odds, looking at the odds, you know, I was somewhat surprised to see Benfica with like a, a 1.7 total on the road, you know, against Bruges. Um, you look at Bruges in the group stage, they kept six clean sheets in five games. Um, I mean, they kept two clean sheets against Atletico, two against Leverkusen, one against uh, Porto. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I mean. Of no. note, I want to say Bruges, they sacked their manager. They now have Scott Parker. Scott Parker, formerly of Fulham, is their manager. He's been their manager since I think the last day in December. So have they been struggling? I, I assume that's kind of weird. Yeah, they were, I think they were fourth in the, in their league table uh, when they got rid of their guy. And it's been, I mean, if you look at their results in the past month, it's been, they've been struggling to win pretty much. Uh, there's a bunch of draws in there. 
uh, just yeah. kind of. So know, it's weird because in. during the group stage, I was targeting Bruges, especially at the start. I even I remember bringing it up a few times because the year before, they they just they gave up a ton of goals in Champions League. I mean, they you know, their defense was awful, so kind of expected that this season. And then they keep five clean sheets, but yeah, I don't know. It sounds like they haven't been doing so well in the league if they got a new manager after that you know amazing champions league group stage they had but anyways like yeah so you have benfica with a 1.7 total and then just in general you look at the goal scoring odds and no one has better than plus 220 i mean so like the slate's wide open um Mm -hmm. also we don't have like like floor players that you necessarily want to jam in like for the biggest favorite I mean, it's skipping ahead a little. Benfica is the biggest favorite. Chiquinho has been taking most of their corners. Uh, he's 4K, plays defensive mid. I mean, normally you'd want the set piece taker for the biggest <laughs> favorite, favorite, you know. And, I, you know, maybe you still do for cash games, but I don't think you do for tournaments. So, yeah, it's just it's wide open. And then we have Chelsea. You know, man, I, I hate Chelsea. I for, for DFS specifically, I – like I talk about it all the time and it hasn't changed for me. Chelsea slates. I do the worst on. I like, I don't know. I need to maybe come up with a new strategy for these Chelsea games. (laughs) I seem to get them wrong all the time. Um, They looked really good against West Ham. And, but you know, they've been inconsistent up and down. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I want to point out, so you mentioned all the shots that or all the goals that Bruges allowed two years ago, but I'm just looking at the numbers for uh, Simone Mignone, Mignole here. Uh, 27 saves last season's Champions League, 20 goals allowed. This season, okay. 30 saves, four goals allowed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's quite the difference. So yeah, 20 goals allowed last year in those six group games or whatever. And yeah, but three more saves. He's making uh, five saves so a match. Yeah, so they've probably been pretty pretty fortunate to keep those clean sheets. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't score in their final three matches. Uh, I mean, we had a couple scoreless draws for them there because they got, they got a couple early wins. So I guess they could play a little more defensive, but clearly that's not, uh, that's not what the, uh, the ownership wanted out of them. So... Um, yeah, Jack Burkhardt saying their league form is pretty bad. And I was just going through some of their, their recent games, a lot of draws. Uh, they're allowing plenty of opportunities to, to league teams, which is, I mean, then you look at Benfica and Benfica have been playing pretty well all season. They, they do lose Enzo Fernandez and that's kind of why we get Chiquinho in the midfield. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's relevant, but, uh, for the most part, it seems like, you know, there's still, I think, five points clear at the top of the, the Portuguese league. Uh, so they're still playing as well as they were earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. So. Odds make sense, you know, with all, all that being said. Benfica's a better team. Benfica's tough to score against, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we know. also got the the Wolverhampton, man, the Goncalo uh, Guedes, who we'll probably have to mention here as mm-hmm. well. So, um, and- yeah, for that Chelsea one, I think it's interesting because – so you, you kind of look at Dortmund, it's like, well, they're kind of in a lot of, it seems like for the most part, maybe if you don't look into a lot of their numbers, like they're in a lot of high scoring matches kind of a thing. And, but I mean, you look at some of their group stage matches and, and recently it's been, it's been a little more defensive. I, I just thought like before I looked at it in my mind, it was okay. Borussia Dortmund, you know, three, four goals in a lot of their matches. Cause they're not great defensively, but they love to score kind of a thing, but it's not really how it's been. Um, so I think that is, uh, I don't know, interesting here. Cause, cause we know how Chelsea play. We know it's going to be, sometimes it's going to be a slog on, under Graham Potter uh, though. I mean, with, jo- with Joe Felix in there, they have at least been getting more opportunities. So I wonder uh, maybe that's going to open things up a little bit. We'll see. I mean, we can get into that right now. So at forward, we got Joao Felix at 6,400. And he took all set pieces over the weekend, I believe it was. And then Ziyech came off the bench. So I think even – I think no matter who starts, as long as Felix starts in cash games, I think maybe even in all games, uh, Z, or 
should we just plug in Felix here at 6,400 though? If, if money doesn't matter, does, does it matter that he's 6,400 here? Yeah, no, I, I agree with, yeah, everything you said. I think you just plug him in. He's too cheap and it doesn't. He's just been really, ripping shots too. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Pricing doesn't really matter anyways, but yeah, the fact that 6,400 is just too cheap if he's going to take sets. Yes, split set pieces if Ziyech is in there. That's enough. Yeah, ripping mm-hmm. shots, like you said. He 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 gets a, he draws fouls, you know, crosses. He's got a nice floor. Um, like, what do you think? So what do you think of that game, though, in general? Do you have any takes on how it's going to go or who's going to win? Um, not like I, I said mean, I about- just asked because, like, I, I just Chelsea, don't think like, that Dortmund are going to get like a ton of opportunities though. That's kind of no, coming back um, to. I, yeah. Like, you know, I, I like, I'm always wrong about these Chelsea games, but I feel like they're a little undervalued. I'm just seeing Dortmund like plus plus one forty, Chelsea plus two ten. Like I can see, I don't know. Like I kind of see Chelsea with a little bit more possession and maybe creating a few more chances. You know, that being said, I haven't watched Dortmund many times this season. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Chelsea just seemed a little bit undervalued. Anyway, Felix, though, first guy in for cash games, probably at forward. Mm-hmm. Other, other than like, that, it's kind of you just got to – there's no one that stands out. Is kind yeah, of to me, is. like, even though Bruges is the biggest underdog, Noah Lang has been taking most of their set pieces, most of their corners at least. Um you know, playing as like an attacking winger, playing in the front three. I wouldn't mind throwing him in there for 5,800. Yeah, on a normal slate, I'd say we got Tejan Buchanan, the Canadian down here at 4,100, but it's almost like where Dude, where are you going to spend the money uh, right. <laughs> if you have Buchanan? Because it's not like we're, we're going all out at midfield uh, because there's the Christian Pula shit. Pulisic is the most expensive midfielder. So uh, there's nowhere to spend your money, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, both of us are kind of just looking at this slate, but who, what other forwards are even in play for cash? I think if you have the money, I mean. David Neres? (laughs) Well, I was going to say. If you have the money, who? I was going to say Guedes here. Um, I guess I was also going to look up how often he's been getting subbed off. But I mean, this is a guy who was, who was playing in the premier league. I'm pulling up his game logs here. Uh, went over the week or I guess February 9th. So end of last week, he went 33 minutes off the bench. Uh, so he started three straight matches, 73 minutes, seven, 67 minutes, 74 minutes. So, yeah. So with, um, with these Benfica guys, the problem is that we have the Goncalo Ramos. We have the, uh, you know, whoever's not projected to start. We have, so like we got Nares as well. Um, so we have the sub risk as, as an issue here for, as well. So. Yeah, they're, they're all sub risks for sure. I think, I think Nares has the highest floor. Um, I mean, so what, what are we assuming like for set pieces, Chiquinho is going to take most. I mean, yeah, Nares may take. I saw Nares took one corner. I think the, the guy I want to play, the guy I want to play, and the guy Jack Burkhart wants to play is Joe Mario here. Um, he's I been lining tell up. You got... Couldn't tell if you were serious or not. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were serious or not. I saw it. he had a big game in the league, like a couple goals and an assist. I, I just think he's one of the guys that's almost guaranteed for a 90 he's going he's playing in all these matches going almost the entire way and playing in an attacking role as well i i want to say he was at a in more of a eh, maybe not defensive but i mean you can look at his game log through group stages as well like he's getting opportunities even without set pieces uh he's been pretty attack heavy 7100 again this is midfield so doesn't really go into the initial conversation here but I'm almost like, what else are you going to do in midfield? If, I mean, we can jump around here, but no one else stands out unless ZH starts. And 
you can play both those guys because you're going to have the money. Like, what do you, I mean, do you want Julian Brandt's share of set pieces? Do I want them for 6,800 yeah. against Chelsea? I mean, yeah, like, I don't, we, well, we I don't, don't think any of these guys are, are must, but the fact that Bruges allows so much, pretty much no matter who they play, they're allowing, you know, five, however many shots every game, however many crosses, you got to think Mario without set pieces is going to have a floor in the eight to 10 point range kind of a thing. Yeah. Know? Okay. You're, you got, you know, you're selling me a little bit. Makes sense. You want some ben- Benfica. I mean, John Mario without set pieces for 7,100 is just hard to click, but I don't know. Maybe it's just my bias. <laughs> There's not much I mean, else here. I don't know. Like, like Ziyech, like, what about Ziyech? What are you going to do with Ziyech if he starts? Yeah, so I guess it all comes down to, at least in cash games, Ziyech if he starts, Mario, and then Brandt. I guess that's the main question here. Yeah, I think so. I mean, who is the – I'm not – like, who would take sets if Noah Lang didn't? I see Jack says Noah Lang starts at center forward. He won't take sets. Yeah, he'd probably, because uh, Yerim Chuck, he'd take the spot of Yerim Chuck. Um, that would mean, I think, I believe Jutglau would move in as well. He's coming off a hip issue, so we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Maybe it doesn't really matter. Scott Olsen, maybe? I mean, who would be in in that case? I don't Scott even know. Scott Olsen's out, so it's... I'm just trying to check real quick. Yeah, so just to go back, we're just going all over the place here at forward since we still haven't really pointed out a a, a second forward that we'd actually want to use. I guess it almost comes back to these Bruges guys, like no. Oh, Lang. sorry, Matt Matt Rit, Matt's Ritz took sets when Lang started at center forward. Matt's Ritz. Um, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, if we want, he's forty six hundred midfield. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I wouldn't want that either. Like, you don't, we're not trying to save salary, really. Like, just who are the best two midfield plays? Maybe John Mario. Maybe you guys are right. It could be a three, three midfield slate. I mean, you could if you plug in, like if you plug in Buchanan, even Noah Lang as your second forward because Felix is already 6,400. You're going to have the money. So you can use all three of these midfielders actually is, is kind of what I'm, it's kind of where it comes to. Yeah. It's just, if you want three defenders or not, because. Do you want three defenders though? Maybe, maybe should we, we, I guess we could jump around there. I mean, um, screw it. Let's jump around. Guerrero has been splitting sets with, with Brant, so he's in consideration. And then you have Grimaldo for, you know, all the reasons we've said with Benfica in the best spot. And then Reese James. So I don't know, like if you want Reese James, Grimaldo, and Guerrero, they seem like decent options. No. Do you want Reese James for sixty six hundred? Well I pulled up his he game would, log think, here his last like, two games. Like it depends. Like I think he might split sets if Ziyech didn't start. I think he was splitting with Jao Felix when ZH wasn't on on the pitch. But you never know with Reese James because right. you know Felix Gallagher took all of them against West Ham. So I thought Reese took a couple. No, okay. Well, I mean, I could let me double check here, but you know, maybe we don't want Reese then. I don't know. All right. Well, it was seven to two. Um, yeah, it's not. It might have just been a regular set piece because it's not even showing up as a corner for him. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, it might have just, yeah, I, like a longer free kick. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I don't know if you necessarily, you don't really need Reese. I don't know if you might want Reese, depending on how Chelsea line up, though. You still might I mean, be a decent I, option. I just, I just made, I just made my cash lineup uh, as we're talking here. Filled it out. We're good to go. Do you want it? Okay. You want to hear it? No, just hold on. I think I know what it is. Just give me a second. Yeah, once you once you know I'm not playing Reese, it's kind of easy. Um. Oh wait, I plugged does it in. Have Z, does, does it have ZH? Wait, 
Oh, no. I plugged in Jude Bellingham instead of Brent. Hold up. I'm 200 over. 200 over. So there you go. You just have to switch. Yeah, I know that's the I know that's the lineup I was looking at. But you just play Reese James over Brant. Or Reese James over Bellingham. Uh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't seem so bad. You just don't have Yeah, that's zero Brandt, left. Which doesn't seem like the worst thing. No, nah, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, easy I mean, enough. It looks like it. I mean, what are this slate's like? Yeah, easy enough. It's such a weird slate. Like that lineup's not really missing anything. Let me. I don't think you like. Are people going to play a Benfica forward? They're the biggest favorite. Yeah, but I mean, is it even worth it to guess what what people are going to do here? I'm just. I'm looking at no. today today's cash today's cash percentages here. I mean, pretty much, you know, the big three: Messi, Neymar, Kimmich, all eighty more than eighty percent. Perisic was the big one; he was sub fifty percent. Taylor Hernandez was seventy five. I guess it was. I guess it was a pretty fine margin for for the actual cutoff. I mean, I'm not sure if there's one guy who 45% went Akimi. So that's interesting. 32% were on Cancelo. I'm just trying to figure out like what the if the public if if this is the route that everyone's going to take. I guess um, it's not obvious that you know Noah Lang. Maybe Noah Lang's the guy that kind of stands out that people aren't going to yeah, play. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, and maybe he's not a good play. I don't know. Maybe you play a Benfica forward and, like, what do you do with Chiquinho? Plug him in. Utility. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, a get... slate where, I like, you're just going to have to – of... there's a lot of decisions that aren't very clear cut. I mean, it's sort of just play who you want in a way. Yeah, I mean, we're having this discussion like it's it's guaranteed that Ziyech is going to start. So, right, I mean, a couple of weeks ago he was on his way to PSG. So, and he he didn't start over the weekend as well. So we'll see what his actual role is in the side. Uh, we haven't mentioned like they, but we'll see what Chelsea do. Like Gallagher didn't start over the weekend. Mason Mount didn't start over the weekend. Yeah, we like see I some don't different even... things. I don't even know if you would need to play Ziyech. I mean, what what if you just – you could just jam a bunch of Benfica in. Like, maybe you do play one of the Benfica forwards and – So you don't think Ziyech is worth it with a split of set pieces kind of? I, I don't know if he is or not. I mean, he, he might be. I don't think he's like a lock, though. I don't know. I don't know, man. My head's all over the place. What do you think? <laughs> I'd probably agree just because with Chelsea and all these players that they have, like the 90, the guaranteed 90 isn't really there. Yeah, like I'd be shocked if he played 90 with all the so attackers have, they have now. I mean, whoever starts, like Mudrig, Ziyech, uh, Madueko, Madueke, uh, like these guys, 60, 70 minutes kind of a thing. So, yeah, do you think away from home – like Z-edge, you know, like like split Enzo Fernandez. Enzo Fernandez might have a similar floor to Ziyech. I don't know. He 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 has the first three games he's played. Three, two. Was I thought he three? played one in the cup too. Maybe I thought he played one in the cup as well, but maybe it was only two. Uh, I think he just came off the bench, but either way. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I wish I could. I wish I had like more definitive takes. It's one of those things like, dude, I don't know about Chelsea, man. I get Chelsea wrong all the time. Like, so we I mentioned, don't really want to sway people. Right. We mentioned all these midfielders and at least in cash games, like we have Chiquinho down here. If Chiquinho's down here, then there's really no other reason to consider anyone else. No. Yeah, There. no. Unless you want like Arsnes, who is more of an attacking player at thirty four hundred. 
just to save $600, I guess, is an option? I don't think so. I think maybe we just – maybe you just play Chiquinho. We need the exact Chiquinho stats from league play to figure this out. I mean, he's went 90 in his last two starts. Yeah, it I, seems I like he's that. just like – he's the replacement. He went 120. Uh, yeah. I assume it was a cut match or something against Braga. So he's he's just the Enzo replacement. He's he's in there. It looks like, like he's guaranteed. I'm only saying that because like look at this slate that has like nothing. Wouldn't you want the guy who takes the most corners on the whole slate like in catch games? I don't know. Seems like a good I mean, strategy. I guess it could be Felix, right? But like, you know, wouldn't you probably want the set piece taker from the biggest favorite on a slate where like we're struggling to find guys we want? I don't know. That's just kind of what I'm I'm thinking at the moment. Like I'm looking at a totally different lineup now. You ready for this one? This might be the lineup. Do you just got tell it? me when you're ready. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's do it. Okay, it's Felix and Neres, Chiquinho, Mario, Ziyech, Grimaldo, Guerrero, Flacadimos. Fits perfectly. I mean, that might – and he doesn't have Noah Lang. You know, I guess, like, do we want Noah Lang? Maybe. I don't know. Do you want Julian Brandt? Maybe. I don't know, though. Do you want well, David Neres? <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm saying. Do, we, do you want a bit, like – I prefer him slightly to Guedes. Like, who's the second forward after Felix? It's kind of like... Neris really has matter. an assist in three straight, but he's also an early sub-risk as well. Yeah, they all are. All the... Yeah. Except, like, John Mario. But, I mean, they're forwards. All the Benfica forwards are. Yeah, I'm just looking at their, uh, their recent cup match. I guess they... But, like, I'm just... You know, you'd figure that... Removing set pieces, removing set pieces, like Neres and Guedes probably have the highest floor of any forwards still, right? I you mean, don't like Aubameyang? Oh, is that a serious question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's too bad. I mean, that was one thing we were right about. I mean, he's just never going to play for Chelsea again, right? No, he's I mean, done. He's he done. He shouldn't. Like, he's just, he's so bad. Reminds me, though, you know, no, I was going to, reminded me of Willian, because we were talking about Aubameyang and Willian <laughs> during that time. Willian, though, he got a second life. He's looked great. But <laughs> anyways, yeah, like, it's weird, but maybe you want a lot of Benfica. Okay. All right. Uh, I, think, I think Jack is – oh, Jack. I don't know which one Jack's looking at. I think it was Felix the one he just gave. Felix took all corners for Chelsea with Maduke standing next to him. By the way, that was that was like maybe the first or second time I've seen Maduke play. He looked pretty impressive. He looks like he's got some big potential. He's a handful to deal with. He He's going to be – like he is – Big and athletic and six K. Do you yeah. want to play him? I, 
I mean, I'd be fine playing him in tournaments. That's that's a guy that has upside, Maduke. He's going to score some goals and provide some assists. But, yeah, I don't know. He probably won't start. Maybe, um, though. You know, like, you never know what this Chelsea lineup. Like, that last game against West Ham, I know West Ham is bad, and I know it ended one-to-one. But, I mean, Chelsea pretty much dominated. They looked pretty yeah. good for a lot of that match. Oh, Aubameyang has got deregistered. I was joking anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we kind of talked a little bit about everything here. We haven't talked – we've really only talked about Reese James, Grimaldo, and Guerrero at Defender. I don't think we have to talk about Cucurella. (laughs) I we won't be see, playing Cucurella. We could see Chilwell start. I don't want to play Chilwell either at 5,800 when he's going to be subbed off. It seems like Chilwell and Cucurella, whoever starts is going to be subbed off for the other. I Not in play like, for me. Has has Cucurella had a good game all season? I mean, and you know, he's one of those guys that people just like continue Maybe to play, especially at, at, the, right, at the start of the season, people were just jamming him in. But, I mean – Cucurella got booed off the pitch over the weekend against West Ham. It's pretty harsh, actually. All right. Well, apparently um, Medueke is not in the uh, Chelsea squad either, so we don't know oh, yeah. about him. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks. This guy's this guy's saving us. Thanks, G. Thanks, didn't G. have time to didn't have time to do too much research before this. Yeah, Body Ashili's out as well. Um mm-hmm. So the other defenders to actually consider, I'd say we got Alexander Ba, the opposite side of Grimaldo. We got, I guess, Ryerson's at 4K, Ba's 4,500. The, we'll see who starts for, for Bruges. We got Meyer and Mata. Uh, Mata's 3,800, Meyer's 4,100. So those are pretty much the fullbacks uh, that we want to consider. Is that kind of it? Or, I mean, is there a reason to play center backs? Is there a reason to go with, you know, a sub 3K center back? Because, you know, it seemed to seem to work in a couple spots today. But I don't I mean, yeah, I don't with the pricing on this site, like, I don't really think so. I think you just want all the raw points. And I wish I would have clarified myself yesterday, like, because I played that I played a few center backs, especially that 2500 guy in the main GPP. When I was talking about not playing center backs, I meant for smaller field stuff. Like I should have clarified that. And that that's what I did. But yeah, like this slate, I don't know, man. Like I don't really see a reason unless, unless you're jamming all the expensive guys, but you're going to need goals for that tap. You just got to know what your specific lineup needs. Like I kind of want the raw points from, these fullbacks right this is this two gamer is almost like i remember the first champions league but, slate this season it was benfica were the biggest favorite it was a six game slate benfica were the biggest favorite and people just kind of went went with the odds and i was like yeah benfica gonna smash in this spot and i think they you know they scored one or two goals kind of a thing um but for tournaments is it worth getting off of Benfica and finding someone else or just because that Bruges allows so many opportunities that it's not really worth it to, to move off of Benfica. I mean, I think it's worth it. It sure would have been worth it to move off of PSG today. Um, Just, you know, for game theory reasons alone, I mean, and I mean, what, is it going to shock you if, if that game ends zero, zero, or I don't know if Benfica score one goal. I don't know. I think that's what's going to happen, actually. Yeah. So I think you can move off him in tournaments. But the thing is, if we get two 1 0 results again, where do you want to go? Do you want to go with the team that's going to have the most opportunities, which is assumed to be Benfica? Or do you want to try and guess the goals, kind of what happened today with with Coman? And (laughs) so. Yeah. um, And, you know, even today, because Coleman was the only forward that, that did anything, you know, Messi was on all the winning lineups with 10 points. Even Neymar was on winning lineups in qualifiers. He had like seven points or something Mm -hmm. just because like, you know, you can get these two game slates, you get slates like that all the time when 
there might not be a goal from a forward. So yeah, you just you want the guy who's going to get you eight points or whatever. But you know, just no. What do you think about the defenders though? You asked me about the center backs. I just want to say, like for myself, it's always a tough question to answer because, like my whole DFS soccer career, I've not been playing center backs. You know, like from the start, I've been making money by playing fullbacks all the time. So it, it that's that's why my answer is that way a lot of times. But I. I've been playing center backs more and I, I look for spots to do it and it gets you different lineup construction. So I do, and they score goals as well. So I do like it in like, in like the bigger tournaments, but just like on a slate like this in general, when you don't have a lot to spend up for, I don't like to force it. I just want to lock in my raw points. Um, so that, that, yeah, my initial thought is to play two fullbacks on this slate. Yeah. Um, okay. They're just, they're, they're not in that great. Like, would it shock you if these fullbacks don't do great? It wouldn't shock me. Like we're talking about, yeah. Like it wouldn't shock me if none of those fullbacks put up 10 over 10 points. So, I mean, there, there is an argument for it. Yeah. I, would, I guess I'm, I would just say that it's probably, it was maybe easier to spend down on a fullback today because we had the we had the Messi's and Neymar. Yeah, I think so it made more had, sense today. Yeah, and I guess something like a Coman or something or whoever at utility kind of a thing. So that led to you know a super spend down at defender. But like today or for Wednesday slate, or do you need to go down at, at for a center back? I don't think so, unless. Unless you just go all in on the expensive Benfica guys like Guedes, you do both Guedes and Neres. And you know, I will be playing some center backs though, just because you know I'm thinking about now in in the in the big GPP, just because like on this slate, I'll make lineups where just one team keeps a clean sheet, and then you know you I'll play play the keeper from that team, the fullback. And then pair him with the center back because like a center back with a clean sheet probably gets close enough to those other fullbacks without clean sheets on Mm -hmm. this slate. So like I'll make lineups. I think it makes sense to make lineups like that. So who's the goalkeeper that stands out to you? Are you, are you just looking to, because in most situations you're going to have money for Vlachodimos. Are you looking at probably Vlachodimos in cash games, but is it still the route in tournaments or do you want to do something else? Um, like I'll correlate it to the lineup for sure. If I don't, you know, if I don't have any Bruges, then yeah, just play Vlachodimos. It just makes sense. I mean, if Mignole is going to make five saves, let's just plug him in at 4,100. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that either. Um, like either one of those goalies, if if you have lineups that have that are going for goals in the Dortmund Chelsea game, I don't know. It seems like I know both these totals are under three, but it just feels like the Dortmund Chelsea game has like more of a chance to be two two. I don't know. Do you disagree? The Dortmund Chelsea game? Uh, no, I'd agree with that. I mean, Bruce just haven't really been scoring, and they. As as we said, I mean, they didn't allow a goal in five of their six Champions League games. It seems like their their league games have been a little more low scoring. Then we got Benfica away from home, which I think is already a little more defensive than when they're at home. So, um, I mean, I kind of said at the top, just on on the surface level, it's like we kind of just think that Dortmund matches are a little higher scoring, and I I think that's. I don't even know if it matters if that's what the public thinks because Benfica are the biggest favorite. So maybe just trying to guess percentages just probably doesn't matter on this slate. I don't think it matters. I mean, who's going to be popular on this slate? Right. No one. <laughs> Joao Felix, I, I guess. Joao Felix and Benfica? Is that going to be like the popular route? The same as same as cash game route, basically? Yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, depends how many Chelsea I mean, fans like, are out there playing this late. These are yeah. I don't know, man. I don't feel great about the slate <laughs> or either of these games. I mean, it wouldn't. I I said maybe maybe that 
Chelsea game could be 2-2, but it wouldn't like surprise me if it was 0-0 either. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so for tournaments, if you're stuck in, in one of these spots in utility or something, sitting at – Let's say sitting below, I mean, I guess we could say Yerim, Yerim Chuck here, 5,500. Just like you got 5,400 left for your, your utility spot. What should you do in this in this sub 5,400 range? Because I'm just looking at it right now, and there's just – it's either you got to change your lineup or – Sub 54? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of got to change your lineup, right? <laughs> um, Either that or you're just going to be, you're going to have 1K left. And... Buchanan? Buchanan right. is what yeah. I would say. Okay. And he's yeah, all the way down, down to 41. Yeah, he probably seems like the the reasonable tournament play. Yeah, he seems but like I mean, reasonable. But I mean, do you want the... I mean, this isn't like a four-game, five-game slate or something. I mean, as we said, what if it's two lower-scoring matches, which which seems fairly possible? Would you rather get like floor points from from a Chiquinho or or even like a buy at forty-five hundred? Yeah, I want to get. You... Yeah, I want to get the bet the guys with the best floors on this slate. I just the problem is I just don't know who those guys are. I'm just not as confident. Like, yeah, I agree with the strategy. Play the guys with the best floors on this slate. That's that's the right strategy. Play the most skilled players, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> what about Ryerson? I'm just I pull up his game log here. He's, he's yeah, he does a bit in the tack here. So yeah, he seems fine for 4K. Yeah, he's 4K. Ryerson or Chiquinho? Uh, I mean, pro- probably Chiquinho. Are we selling ourselves too much on Chiquinho? No, man. This site is just gross, though. Do There's... we have exact numbers for Chiquinho in groups in group play? It could be like ten fouls no. committed every game. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know anything. I haven't watched Benfica once in the league, so like. I can't be much help. I don't have much insight here. These, these slates are tough for me, especially the first ones. I need like also today, like I felt that way with the the Bayern PSG game. I mean, the first sixty minutes of that game, it looked like it looked like it was Man City against somebody. I mean, it was just complete domination against Nottingham Bayern. Forest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think the stats at half were PSG had one shot. And, and it wasn't on target. They had three touches in the box in the first half. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I should have known that, but, but, but didn't played a little bit too much PSG because of it. It's going to be the same thing. Like, I'm just not sure where the floor points are in these games. Like Benfica is going to pretty much dominate possession. You'd think. Um, I don't know how it's going to go other than that. But like that's what I said. I, I I don't know Benfica. I don't watch them. Well, that's why you're gonna grind tonight and watch. watch no, but you can games. just look and like like you got you and Jack mentioned. I mean, John Mario is on fire. I mean, play play him. Play one of the forwards. Yeah, I feel. I think. I, I feel like this is a two-game slate, and you want to play the guy who is scoring in every game he plays. And that was kind of, uh, I don't know if I want to say Coman, but Coman was making the score sheet in, in all of his games, and that's something like a Marcus Rashford. And it's like, well, the guy's scoring in every game, so I mean, just play him, get the get the twelve points, and figure out the rest. And I mean, Mario seventy-one hundred. Uh, <laughs> who else do you want on your team? Uh, First off, so yeah, that's kind of what it comes to. So, how no, different just, is your tournament lineup going to be from cash from cash builds here? Is or will it be different? Yeah, I mean, I mean, for tournaments, I think I like 
some I think I like some Chelsea guys if I'm looking for a goal. I don't know. I, I again like maybe I'll get Chelsea right this time, but probably not. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the idea that they're a little bit better than we've seen recently. Like maybe they turned a corner. Like they seem to be playing better these last few games, especially with Enzo and some of these newer guys. So like I can take some chances on Chelsea. Um, Bruges at home. Like I'll play Noah Lang, especially if he's on set pieces, you know, he's got a little bit of a floor. He's a talented player. Um, Bruges have sort of been riding their luck in the champions league, but it could continue. I mean, it might not take much on this, like the same, like what we see today, two, one, nothing games. You might see that again. So like what I would want to do is build a lineup that with, with mostly floors and then throw in sort of one or two random guys. Like, like I like Jude Bellingham for tournaments. I mean, just arguably the best player on the entire slate and he, comes up with goals even though he's a defensive midfielder mostly but he plays everywhere mm-hmm. um i don't know man i'm just throwing random thoughts out there like w- what do you think nothing i don't think anything this is uh <laughs> this is a weird slate like these are honestly these are like these are tough games to yeah to break down or to like I mean, do you, like, I don't, you would, like, if this was a six game slate, I wouldn't want to play any of these Dortmund forwards on a six game slate, like 8,900 for Haller, all the other guys get subbed. Adeyemi, he's okay. He's talented, but, you know, against Chelsea, I don't think it's the greatest spot. So it's not a spot that I would target on a bigger slate. Maybe you force it here. I don't know, man. If you have some insight to these games, go with it because you might not need much. Like you might just need one goal from from some random spot. Yeah, I was doing some digging in terms of minutes. Uh, Noel Lang and Buchanan seem to be going pretty much ninety every game. So that's another that's another bonus for them. If if you're in the whatever fifty eight hundred range or forty one hundred range at forward the biggest underdog on the slate. So I think both those guys are fine to play mm-hmm. in tournaments. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, would, we even mentioned it in cash games though. I mean, it's... yeah. Yep. Like if you needed it, I will definitely play them in tournaments though. Yeah. It's not like Benfica are the untouchables here. Uh, like if you're getting 90 minutes home, you got to think that what, that those guys, Come, you know, five to ten points floor, maybe. You got to think that they at least right. touch the ball and in the attacking also, spot. Yeah, you might not need a goal from them. Also, when was enough. the last time? Right, yeah. Like, when was the last time have has Bruges ever been in the knockouts of Champions League? Hmm. I mean, this is a pretty big game for them here. Right, it's a huge game for them. I like playing so, guys in these types of spots. Yeah, I just don't think you want to completely avoid them and just no. automatically plug There's in. There's not a lot of opportunity cost either. Mm-hmm. Like, you might not need a goal from that forward position, just like today. I mean, Havertz is midfield eligible, but you might not get a goal from Chelsea forwards. If Haller doesn't score, you won't get one from Bayern. All right, I think the the only thing that would – that could decide the slate is if we get, I mean, I think even if Haller scores, I mean, he's what he's going to have like 15, 16 points. I don't think he's going to break it, but I think if, if Benfica get rolling and like either Guedes or Neres, either one of them, you know, make the score sheet a couple times, I think that would be the one thing to worry about, but I'm just not sure this is just going to be, you know, Benfica smash three nil, uh, it's it's just I don't Portuguese. really think it is just like a right. good feeling. It's just a Portuguese. I I don't trust the Portuguese teams away from home. I, I feel like I always said that in group stages, and there's a lot of times when it, that that wasn't the case. But it just seems like they play. I, I actually went to a Benfica home match, but they're it just seems like they're just noticeably better. I mean, you could say this about any team, really, but 
Portuguese teams, Benfica, noticeably better at home and I harder to trust. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And like just in general, um, like underdogs in cups at home, like you know they get up for those games. Like, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. And then the Dortmund match. I don't know. What if we have two scoreless draws? Like, what's going to win? <laughs> Is, like, an Enzo Fernandez lineup going to win? If Gallagher starts, would you play him? What if, like, ZH doesn't start? It's Felix. So you have the, the potential of Gallagher to take some sets. Yeah, has, has when Felix was taking those sets, was Gallagher in? I don't think so. I don't think Gallagher's been playing... <clears throat> I guess he played 11 minutes, so it's, I mean, it's hard to tell. I guess he, Gallagher really only started when Felix was suspended, so we really yeah. haven't seen them together too much. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too excited about playing him. Not a defensive mid. We haven't actually talked much about Havertz, who is midfield only, and 6,900 tournament play. Yeah, I think, I think definitely. Maybe one of the better tournament plays. You know, you're getting a center forward at, at midfield. One of the guys, you know, he's got. What Do you like him guys? more than any of these Dortmund guys? How, mu- how much are you going to be playing any of these Dortmund guys? Brant included. You know, I'm more on the Chelsea side, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, I mean, all these guys, Royce, 73, Brandt, 68, Bellingham, 65. It, yeah, I mean, do you want to pick one of those guys out and hope that guy scores? Do you want to stack a couple of them? Probably not. It doesn't It doesn't feel like that's that's the spot you want to be in, but anything. I remember, in a, yeah, I, I wouldn't I, – just personally, I wouldn't want to stack – but picking one out seems fine. I guess on on one side of it, you could say, what if there's early goals from either game here? What if Benfica score in the first 10 to 20 minutes? What if Chelsea score in the first 10 to 20 minutes? And then you're at a point, I mean, I said this yesterday about Tuesday slate, you're at a point where, you know, some of these guys that we're not really talking about for cash games, like they can rack up four points because the other team is, is sitting back a little more already with the one goal edge. And I mean, we kind of got that with, I mean, we mentioned, we got that with the Tottenham team, really. Um, I think, I don't think if AC Milan scored that early goal, that the, the Tottenham floors would have been the same. So again, this is a thing where you want to script this kind of stuff out. This isn't, uh, you know, just plug and play and hope this guy does that. hope this guy does that. You want to kind of correlate uh, what's going to happen here. So yeah, and I think sure. especially maybe Havertz gets like that. Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna say maybe her that Havertz gets the early goal and like you're fading everyone else in Chelsea, but then you go, you get Brandt or something, you get you get Guerrero, you get all the set pieces for Dortmund. Maybe even no one. I don't think there's gonna be too much Bellingham love or something like that. So yeah, I think that's exactly what you want to do on a slate like this. It's more important to script script both games, definitely. Holy cow, 56 minutes. You got anything else, Ryan? Man, I don't know. Feels like we just rambled about a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm surprised. It's been an hour. I was like, did we yeah, even I mean, accomplish anything? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> Slate's kind of a nightmare, to be honest. All right. Uh, any any last thoughts? I think we got it, though. I think we got it here. You can find Ryan at Ryan Belongi on Twitter. I am at Rotozadroik. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 48 hour trial to get these cheat sheets and a little bit of everything else, all these stats. And then once you're in rotowire.com slash chat to get into our discord, I think we had a new, we had a new uh, subscriber in our discord. Um, Hopefully he won. He posted his lineup before the game. Hopefully that guy won. Not sure what the final result was. We had a guy take down the main GPP today. Oh yeah, we had we had a lot of roto wire winners. One of our guys, Big Z, uh, took down the 10K. Uh, 
hopefully, you know, fingers crossed there is no stat correction, but right, yeah. Um, we had, nice, we had we had a bunch of winners, so hopefully let's get this again. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, we show. gave out the we gave out the entire cash game lineup, so maybe you know, I guess it wasn't that bad of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Win win all those cash games, win all those double ups. There you go. But um, so after this Champions League, we got Premier League stuff. We'll be back Friday, Premier League DFS. We got Thursday morning a betting show, uh, kits and wagers. Check those out. I, I am, I just got to say, I'm just going to do all this promotion. I'm 41 and 19 on kits and wagers. I just got to promote that a little more to get that record out into the world. That's crushing. Because it's a crazy number. Uh, That's and crushing. Honestly, it doesn't make sense, but that's uh, how it goes. But Ryan, thanks for the show. Good luck in the slate. Hopefully a little better than Tuesday. And uh, I don't know. Let's go Joe Mario. I guess that's that's what we're going to do. Yeah, thanks. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.